0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to Connect with Confidence podcast. This is a special edition. It's a, I was thinking it's just before Christmas and all through the house. It's very quiet. And my dear friend Janet Beckers has a quiet house also. And so we are going to chat about how we wrap up the year, how we make the most of like a challenging year or whatever's been going on for you this year there is always gold in it and uh, Jen and I have been talking about this for years and doing different blogs and I loved her activity and we caught up recently on the coast which I mentioned in the last episode with Chris Rob. so um, go check that out if you haven't um, that might inspire some activities over the holidays if you're having holidays. Welcome Jenna, thank you for joining me. Hi, it's great to be here. I just I always love our conversations and I loved catching up with you on the coast recently, and we did Mm. talk about our, you know, New Year's um, reflections and celebrations. And so do you want to share with me what you do? And and I would love to unpack some of the the really important lessons that we can learn from doing a process like this. Like it's so valuable. Like it's fun, it's creative, Mm. but it's also really super important.
1: Oh, absolutely. So uh, 16 years ago. So my children at that time were eight and 10. And I was thinking, you know what? My business had been going for a couple of years and there was so much happening in my business. There was so much happening with the children. And I thought, I just want to try to find a way of getting a, like a snapshot of what was great about that year. Yeah. And so the bef- very, very first year, it, I dragged the kids going, look, I just want you to listen to mum and sit down here and we're going to do this really fun activity. And oh, quick, 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 mum, I've got to go out and what? kick a ball. And so, but what we did is we had a piece of paper, coloured textures, a little, put our names at the, at the edge of each board. And we, you know, there were the four of us, my husband and I, Phoebe Clancy and Leo, the dog. And we just thought about what is it that was great about that year and it was really nice because at the end of the year it's sometimes very hard to think about what you've done and it also becomes something that depending on what your overall year's been like sometimes it's very easy to focus on what didn't go well more than the great things so that first year was like a 10-minute job where my husband and I wrote heaps and the kids were little now 16 years later and we have done this every year, and so now the kids are a lot older, <laughs> and uh, so they are now. My daughter will be twenty six in a few in a week or so, and my other child is twenty four. Think about that one. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, and so now they go. So what day? What day are we going to be doing it? Like, are we going to have a picnic around it? We're going to have a special event. Cocktails. Which cocktails are we going to make while we make our celebration board? So they absolutely love it. And we have 16 years of these big art papers that now what we do is we're exceptionally intentional about this. And it's something that I share with my clients every year. I've got people now around the world who've made this their own, you know, they've added their little bits to it and they do this all the time. And so this is what it's evolved to. And what I'm really hoping that people here will be able to take from it is it gets to this time of the year where we start thinking about planning for the next year. So at the moment, we're thinking 2023, the calendar's about to flip over a new year, new life, new me, everything's going to be different. We start planning. But very often, at this time of the year, we're making a lot of those plans and decisions from a point of exhaustion, yeah. yeah, because let's face it, you you feel sometimes as if you're racing and limping to the end of the year, and you're thinking, "Oh, look, I'm just ready for holidays now, like, can we just start early? Yeah, and then you know, and then you might be thinking about what you what your goals were that you didn't get, and why didn't I get them and You know, and we've had a a tough couple of years. So Mm. if you then try to do your planning from that point, you, you know, you're, you're thinking smaller, you're thinking constricted. Yes. And so now this activity, so whether you do it on your own, whether you do it with loved ones, whether you do it with your team that you work with, you can do it in multiple ways, but you get together. It's really good to go over Facebook or Instagram, wherever you're sharing what happens for the year. Uh, or looking through your own photos, however it is. So you've got to take some time to work out what happened, which itself is great. And then we just, you know, have our cocktails, really nice nibbles It's a celebration. We're around a big table, big piece of paper, lots of, uh, you know, we grab a corner each and we then do it quite artistically. We do lots of colours. We draw arrows from each of our names with really crappy sort of Stick figure, you know, things that are symbolizing what we did. Yeah, and it's really looking for things that remind you that it's not just about whatever your career goal was. Yeah, um, that it reminds you that you're having amazing moments with people who you care about, people that you've worked with, people that you may have met. Um, different things that you've done, like we have, you know we're circumnavigating Sydney Harbor one cafe at a time. And so there' are things that I do with particular friends, and we only really do active things with them, but they get remembered. And it's just, you know, and then there's things that we talk about that we did together. And so there's little arrows that go, and all those things go in the middle. and we always aim that as a family, there's a lot of things in the middle, which means we did things together, like, you know, this year was the year of live music gigs, so twice a yeah. month. Douglas and I, my husband and I, have done music gigs and really aim to at least one of those per month is with one or both of our adult children. And they're great memories, great celebrations. And it just sets you up for the next year that you're actually thinking about planning and you're going, you know what? Yeah, this is going to be great. I feel as if I am... A interesting person. A yeah, person has success in different areas of my life, and even if some of those things were not what I wanted, I can see that there are other things yeah. that were really great. Yeah, and yeah, it's been a beautiful thing to do. So we keep them. We've still got the one that we did last year up on our wall. Cool. And uh, it'll come down when we've done this one, and we'll replace it. So we have it for a whole year. Yeah. Uh, You just pass by, ignore it every now and then, go, oh, that's
0: right. right." Yeah, that's really lovely because there's, yes, so many insights that you can pull from it. Just like when you, I guess, look at any piece of artwork, you see things differently when you look at it for longer or at another time. But it's like when you have created it, when it's Mm. your words on there and your memories, I think you can start to see things a little differently. And sometimes, It is that sense of like, wow, we actually did more this year than I thought (laughs) because in the last few years it's like, oh, we didn't go to Europe or we didn't go here or we didn't get that done or we couldn't run that conference or um, so many things that people couldn't do and uh, there were so many lovely surprises. I didn't know that recently I would be, um, well, in the last podcast I referred to hiking with my friend Janet Beckers. It really wasn't a huge hike but uh, but we went Wetted baby, we <laughs> sweated. We, we put went on walking up. shoes. Oh yeah, it was. I was wearing my hiking boots. That's yeah. why I feel like I hiked. And uh, we went up on the headland and surveyed the ocean and mm. the flannel flowers. Yeah. and uh, it was lovely. Just one of really those um, unexpected moments, you know. Yeah. I didn't have on my list of goals this year to to do a mm. you know a beach slash headland hike with Janet Beckers, but that was yeah. absolutely delightful. Um, and spontaneous, sometimes, you know, Absolutely. those spontaneous moments are so precious. Mm. Yeah. And I think, you know, we both really related to where we were at with, you know, business and live videos and all of the things.
1: Mm. You know, and we've been grabbing those moments and remembering them because yes. they that's where the magic happens. And yes. You know, there is one thing I should mention though, because there was one year that we did this. This is just not that long ago, only a few years ago, we did the celebration board. And at the end of it, um, especially for Douglas and I, I mean, I think we might have had one or two of them living at home, I can't remember. We looked at it and we went, Oh, actually, I'm finding it really, really hard to find a lot of great things to put here. Yeah. And for us, it was the first time that we kind of looked at this board and went, Wow actually Mm. and then we thought okay why is that and then then we reflected that was the year that my mother was exceptionally unwell she was in and out of hospital numerous times um and we really thought she was going to die and so then we thought well that's why but you know what then we added in to that board All of these things that were positive because I had built a business that gave me the flexibility that I could always be there when mum had one of the, you know, she's 88, she's still alive. Yeah, we we kept her alive. I saw your put on there. I kept my mother alive. Yeah,
0: wow. And I was
1: there for everything. And my business, it didn't grow a lot because my attention was not there, but it didn't stop I didn't lose a job I had the flexibility I had built that Mm. so that I had flexibility yeah and so what could be better than knowing that you didn't have a lot of other things but you could put down there somebody who I love I gave them the attention when they needed it and I was there yeah for them and so sometimes you'll look at a board, and I, I know that a lot of people for the last few years may feel as if there's a lot of negative things happening. Yeah. But look at that and think about, well, okay, what does that mean? Like what did I learn about myself then that year? Yeah. You know, what was, where is the win in it? And that's the important part, approaching it all as in, you know what, what were the lessons, what was the win?
0: Yeah. What yeah, is, and sometimes it is something like, you know, I'm still standing. You know, yes. I made it through this year,
1: Absolutely.
0: But what I find sometimes at the end of a year, people can be like, you know, you could have that sense of, you know, I made it, I'm still standing. Um, and you can celebrate that, or you can just go, thank God that year's over, just slam the door on it. But it is so valuable to look at, um, you know, well, what did I learn? How did I grow? And what? new muscles have I developed that mm. can support me in you know other hard times but I have survived and who were the people that came along and what were the moments of unexpected kindness or you yeah. know we can look at some of the micro moments you know one thing when you're talking about how you reflect going through your camera roll which is a fantastic idea and so if people are thinking yeah how am I going to pull out the gold from this year like mm. can't see it right now but going through the camera roll is a great idea also you know, just flicking back through your calendar or your diary, Yep. Um, you know, or even your social media, set a timer on it. Otherwise you just get lost in there. <laughs> you know, yes, maybe, absolutely. Um, you know, look at LinkedIn or, or Facebook, your friends in recent order to see who are the new people that I've ah, connected with. That's, yeah, um,
1: that's a great one.
0: Yeah. And, and a number of years ago, it was actually after I published my second book, which is Lifting the Lead on Quiet Achievers. So because it was about regional entrepreneurs, I ended up traveling mm-hmm. all over Australia. At the end of that year, to reflect I printed out a map of Australia and then I put dots on it where I went that year and just some significant words around those places mostly people's names you know so Mm -hmm. this is where I met Janet and this is where I met um you know this person that person and that was really amazing and I did back in the day of flying um looked at my Qantas report because I was like I don't yeah. I don't even know what this year looked like. It was just kind of crazy. Really? Um so I went into Qantas and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I went, that was this year. I've here, here. Um and then it, for me, it's never really about the place. Like even when we went to France, didn't even make it to the Louvre. We didn't get to like right under the Eiffel Tower. We saw it from the park nearby. But it's not about the places for me. It's about yeah. what does that mean? Who was I with? What did I learn? Uh, maybe what did I taste for the first time and um, you know what were the the learnings along the way and you know I still remember taking a photo of Lyndon in Pamplona in Spain in 2019 and seeing these ladies trying to take a selfie and I said can I take a photo for you and then they told me about how they went to college together like 50 years ago I think and one was from Spain one was from the Philippines and they were reunited for this for this week oh wow
1: in yeah
0: and I've got goosebumps now just thinking about it mm. but just taking that photo for them was such a gift for them but I still yeah. remember that you know because it's just these little moments of joy I think that really oh, build okay. our lives
1: yeah I just love that you so walk your talk because you are the very first person that I have had a conversation with about this that has mentioned about, I'm going to go back and look at my friends list and see who I've most recently added as a friend. That, mm. I mean, talk about what you talk, girlfriend. Like, that is, your focus is so much on the relationships that nobody has ever talked about going back and just seeing the people you connected with on social media. And remembering that these are all individuals with stories that I have a relationship with, no matter how strong, well, for you, it would be strong. Um, that that relationship is with them and that's that's the really lovely part about doing an activity like this is you bring into it what is really really unique about the way that you look at what do I celebrate yes yeah
0: and you know something that I celebrated just this week so well over the past couple of weeks I love seeing the Facebook memories and I I don't actually go on Facebook every day so I don't see it all but I found it kind of sad in the last year or so, seeing all these memories of like some months in particular: March, May, um, July, November, and several other times in between. I seem to be in Asia, ev- like every year for like five mm-hmm. or six years in a row, and yeah. then I'm I'm just going. I, I, I don't know when I'll be back.
1: I, mean, Aww, I just don't know. Going, I miss so, all
0: these people. I miss all these people, yeah. Um, but you know, around birthdays. So i recently had a birthday, now it's Lyndon's, you know, birthday week. And yeah. uh, however long that goes for. Um, my birthday week tends to go on for a few weeks. And I know it's yeah, uh, the same in your family too. Yeah, yeah festival, we're at festival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um seeing the Facebook memories is extraordinary because what I noticed last week was the number of people who commented on my birthday or sent birthday wishes who have actually been in my world for decades right and I think oh my goodness they're from Gilgandra I went to school with them they went to school with my brother and years later they're popping in and saying happy birthday and it's I do find birthdays (laughs) overwhelming on social media it kind of takes me a couple of weeks to get through all the messages yeah thank you everyone. um you know so it's lovely to, to look at, you know, recent connections. And I met some extraordinary people in Canberra just in the last week and Sydney a few days before that. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't keep up. But it's okay because, you know, I think we if we see ourselves as floating, um, you know, if we're just like floating down the river together, that is like sometimes we, yeah. you know, drift apart and then we drift back and you might have a big yeah. party going on on your, little, on your little um, whatever your vessel is that you're floating on the river. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um can i be yeah. can i be on like a lilo at the moment oh sure that's sounds people great. have in pools that have got like a little spot on the side for your champagne glass or your cocktail. yeah yeah that's what i'm on as we're floating down yeah our our river of life bumping yes. into each other
0: <laughs> yes and i think yeah so when we bumped into each other um on the coat well not bumped into and I, it was actually a moment of decision i'll come back to that but yeah, yeah as we you know kind of not floated but hiked up yeah around the headland we were really going at the same pace not just in our walking but in our reflecting on our businesses and just talking about social media and videos etc cetera, etc cetera. um you know like if I was on my lilo or whatever device I'm on as we're floating and I've got like the music blaring and I'm like Whoa! and you're like you know I just want to like float with my champagne mm. carries." energy is just way too exciting for me right now I just want to relax (laughs) that's okay you know we can just see that people are in different places Mm. and just um you know cheer them on maybe from a distance but we can always reconnect that's such a gift of social media you know you can just yeah pop a note in like there were so many people I could have caught up with on the coast and I just texted you and said hey Janet um because I was a kingcumber post cafe and I thought I'm sure Janet's at King I know she's near here. So I'm like, hey, Janet, you know, are you free? And you said I could come to the cafe at 9.30 in the morning or do you want to come for a walk this afternoon and see the flannel flowers? Well, that's a new experience. So it's like, do Mm. I have coffee like normal? Just meet people for a cafe, you know, for a cafe experience? Or do I actually go for a hike and discover Mm. some new flowers and uh, and enjoy the coastline? So uh, I love that. And I think Mm. that's another little thing to celebrate as well. When did I do something? for the first time
1: that's a question I
0: have talked about for years you know what when was the last time you did something for the first time
1: yeah Yeah. and you know that's um thinking of that which that is a beautiful intention to set for the new year is I'm going to do you know if you look at all the different parts of your life and this is where doing this activity the celebration board is, is a great thing to do because you'll start realizing oh okay there's you know these are the Big things in my life like for me it would be hiking it would be kayaking it would be live music it would be art it would be my business it would be family they're kind of like my core mm. things that you know that are all there are always lots and lots and lots of different things like that on there mm. so then you can go all right well you know it's not unusual for people to say well go somewhere you've never been every year yeah. that that is the intention but the nice thing to do after you've done this activity is then do another little one and it doesn't have to be huge is to yeah. look at those different areas and go, okay, so these are the things that are important to me. Well, the mute, like for me, music and then kayaking stuff. So, so I would go, all right, well, where can I perhaps have an intention for next year? Where am I going to go somewhere to see live music? At maybe somewhere nearby. I can go while swimming, you know. So yeah. you can kind of think about these are the things that are important. How am I going to really consolidate that next year? So you might have a few of those different things, like what art am I going to do? Can it be something that I do with my family, which is what we quite often do, a collaborative thing. Yeah. And um, so they're just really nice to remind yourself that, you know, what looking at what's on this board, these are my values. These are the things that are important. So and if I'm happy with that, because I've called these my celebration, now let me look at instead of just setting an intention of I'm gonna make this revenue or yeah. whatever, you know, do the really powerful things like, yeah, I am gonna do a collaborative artwork with my children, you know, <laughs> or, or I'm gonna, yeah, go while swimming somewhere different. You know, they're the things that you're going to that's gonna make your life richer. And you may not think to include those.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I
1: think it's it's great to,
0: yeah, come back to it and see, yeah, things that you want to add to it, insights and learnings. But also I think when you start to look at it and you, you might think, I've had a really boring year or a really tough year. Um, and I tell you what, this has actually probably been my toughest year in decades. Right. Yeah. But I know that there is so much gold in it and I think, um. Yeah. So just to finish that thought, like, yeah, come back and, and add to it. But when you do that, you start seeing, oh yeah, there's, there's actually more, there's more things to celebrate than what I first thought. Mm. Yeah. So one of the things that I would be celebrating this year, and, and if you don't mind, I'll ask you to, you know, share with us, if you can think about what are some of the things you're celebrating this year, what are you most proud of? Um, this year, I would say I've had more vulnerability hangovers than I have in a long time. Right. Because I've had a lot of very courageous conversations. And I realised, yeah, that, that moment of going, oh, my gosh, did I actually share that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I feel like, like running away. I feel like, why did I share that much? But then I go, I'm feeling like this because I was courageous, because I had a conversation that is moving me forward and others. And that's actually really something to be proud of. Mm, Even if it's kind of icky at the time. Yeah, Mm. yeah. My most watched, uh, my most listened to podcast this year, thanks to um, Spotify giving me all the stats the other day, (laughs) um, was actually a podcast when I was quite vulnerable. But that was such a pivotal conversation. And there were conversations before that that I was really courageous and sharing. That led me to that conversation and then conversations after that. And it's just meant healing for me, for other people, Mm. um, restoring relationships, helping other people have language for complex trauma. Complex trauma was not a word in my vocabulary um, until this year. (laughs) And and I, yeah, so there's a lot of language that has shifted and Mm. learning to share more of my story. And I think that's been really quite fascinating and I'm still Mm. unpacking that. So we won't go into that now, but um, but that's really valuable. I think, you know, it's like when you've done a, yeah, like and I was thinking of we often think of challenges in terms of physical, you know, so if you're doing like one thing that I've watched in the last couple of years in my rare TV, I have to watch TV through the app because we don't actually have the TV hooked up to watch regular tv but uh, but when there's a tv show on either that we've been involved in the behind the scenes of it or um we watched SAS Australia Kerry Potast was in it and um and a couple of other people that we you know have some connection with but my son's been through some similar training in uh, in defense so we're watching it and going oh my gosh that's so hard and you can imagine and you see it on the TV or wherever you see. So we get to the end of something super challenging. They're like they thought it was going to kill them at the time and then they look back and just go, you know, yeah. you're so proud of yourself. Um, so it brings to mind you know, my last podcast with Chris where we actually kind of used you as an example. You'll get to hear that tomorrow. Um,
1: <laughs> I will have to listen. So tell
0: us what are you most proud of and I wonder if, or one of the things you're proud of might be what we were talking about um, that was coming up for you. Well, oh. That mass participation event.
1: Oh, yes. Well, actually, there is something else that I would say is an overarching, very proud of, but I will yeah. mention that one. Yeah, tell us, was, about, tell us about both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I, uh, my health, mental, mental mental, and physical, has been my total focus all of this yeah. year. Yeah. And, So I'm really strong. I can lift heavy things. And so I have a personal trainer a couple of times a week and we focus on lifting heavy things. And in between that, you know, I just focus on things that give me joy that happen to also be active. And so a challenge that I did was the raw challenge, which is one of those obstacle courses that's got like, I think it's 60 really tough obstacles. Yeah. And eight kilometers of running and all of this mud and water, which is just, you know, you just think at the end. And it's yes. anyway, very, very physically challenging. And you know, and I did it. There were, you know, there were some that I just had absolutely no chance of yes. doing, but either did a lot of the buff boys um having trouble. So I was really, really proud of myself to do that. Yeah. And I did it with a group of other women, um, you know, we all dressed up in funny, you know, colours. And at the end of it, I just go, I am a friggin' warrior. Like yeah. I feel like a warrior, you know, and and not just from doing that activity but the training and the focus and the commitment yep. that is required to get you strong enough to do something like that and not walk away with lots of injuries. Because you know there were people breaking bones. Mm. It was poor. One poor woman broke a bone on like I think the second last obstacle. So it is. It does have that element. Um, And so probably that does segue into the thing that I guess I am most proud of, which I hadn't have thought of mentioning except for your beautiful share, except for your very vulnerable share then. Is I was sitting out in the sun uh, on the weekend. And I thought, I'm going to start, I'm going to do journaling. I'm going to be one of those people. And I think this every year. And henceforth, I have a beautiful selection of beautiful, tasteful, carefully chosen, lovely journals that have all got like about five pages filled in and then nothing else. (laughs) I thought, I'm going to go and choose one of these beautiful ones. Found one, set out in the sun and I opened it and I thought, how could I have forgotten this amazing activity that I did four years ago? Because that's obviously when I'd last decided to journal Um, (laughs) and it was this great activity and it's a really simple one you just go what is working really well in my life right now and then I ask the question why and that why is a really big one and so one of the first ones I was sharing after, after my husband said look you've been out there sitting underneath those you know that that tree you know for well over an hour writing you know what have you been doing and so i was saying about this and he goes oh did, did i make it on there like did we make it on there and i well actually yes i put down there that this year we we've been we've been married together look it's in the late 30 odd years um it's a long time and <laughs> we've we're we're really we're best friends you know we've we've got a strong relationship and but i said this year our relationship has gone A much deeper level. Yeah, we have been having really beautiful, open, supportive conversations, and so that was what went really well. And then it was why, and I had to really think about the why. And then I realized at the beginning of the year, I, I recognized that I was not as happy as I normally am, and I'm like, I'm just ridiculously chronically happy. And so I thought, you know what, I'm gonna, you know, get some help. I'm gonna, you know the very first time in my life get somebody who's not a friend to talk to i'm going to get you know therapist all that sort of stuff so when you said trauma yeah i get it like and we've all been going through trauma the last year everybody um but it was just that thing of for me that was a big step to do that so i made the decision before i even started that that you know what um i'm feeling a little bit of embarrassment or shame or anything around the idea that there is some unresolved stuff happening that's happened in my life that hasn't, that's working its way up to the surface. And so there should be shame or guilt, or I'm not gonna talk about this stuff. You mm. know, I'm the one that looks after everybody else. So I'm not gonna talk about this. Yeah. But I made the commitment to myself, you know what? Stop this shame business. I am just going to be really open with all of the people who are in my life. This is what I discovered today in these conversations with somebody else. And I'm not going to have any shame. I'm not going to judge myself on whatever comes up. and I'm not going to judge anybody around me that may have been doing the best that they thought they could do. Yeah. But whatever. Um, I'm not going to do that. And in fact, I'm going to be, I am deliberately, very intentionally going to have difficult conversations. I'm yeah. going to have those brave conversations with the people who matter yeah. and I'm going to be really open and not go to them saying, I feel ashamed to talk about this or I shouldn't be whatever. And you know what? Simply by me choosing that I was going to ditch shame, be vulnerable, you know, not worry that maybe I'm going to worry somebody else because they should be worried about me or whatever. Um, and all of these really, the people who were important in my life, all of my loved ones, our relationships, our conversations that we had, were really good. Like my mum, you know, she's at that age where she tells stories, and they're all the same over and over and over. And mm-hmm. um, but we started getting, I started getting the final chapter mm-hmm. of all these stories that I have heard a hundred times. Right, and of course. I was just going. You know what came up? Can you believe this? Like, who yeah. would have thought that that thing back in childhood, you know, brought up whatever, you know, um, and then, then it was she felt that it was okay to share parts of stories that she had never, never ever shared. Wow. And yeah, and so, and then my relationships with my children and my husband, which are always strong, are much stronger, much yeah. deeper, and so. If, you, if you're asking like, what is the thing this year that's going to go right there in the center of our celebration board, it's going to be, I made the decision to deliberately remove any emotion from sharing things that when you're not actually really, really happy. Yeah. It's okay to share those. And I that that for me was a really, that's the thing I'm most proud of.
0: Oh, I love that, Janet. Thank you. And I I think this is one of the things that, you know, I've been writing about it. I have been talking more about it in the podcast, I think. I don't know how many episodes this year I've referred to it as my year of meaningful conversations. I've also called it my semi-sabbatical year, uh, which I didn't, you know, put on LinkedIn or anything, but I took international speaker off my profile for numerous reasons, Um, (laughs) one being to kind of limit the invitations to speak on Zoom conferences Ah. done with that but also to take the time to unpack layers of my story that like you from childhood um you know I had different names for it you know that were kind of dismissive or blaming myself or just not actually understanding not having language to share and um you know so this is the first year in like over 20 years that I've worked with a psychologist and and it was her using the term complex trauma. And I'm like, yeah, she's talking about me. <laughs> you know, to, yeah. to give yourself permission to um, acknowledge what you've been through and yeah. the impact of it. Because I was dismissive, I guess, because I felt like, you know, I've forgiven, moved on. Mm. But, and you might have heard the book called The Body
1: Keeps the Score.
0: You know, oh, yeah. so I haven't
1: we, heard the book, but I def- definitely know so you'll often
0: hear people like on podcasts <laughs> or interviews they will just refer to, you know, how the body keeps the score. Well, that's actually uh, a book title right, <laughs> by D- Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. And uh, yeah, just there's so much more research around trauma and yeah, understanding what's going on in the brain and the body with trauma yeah. and unresolved yeah. trauma. And like you referred to it coming up to the surface, I think you know, three years of collective trauma and people having a lot more time to think things through and not go places mm. and find limitations physically, like we can't just go jump on a plane. Um, you know, it, I think, made us more aware of other limitations in our psyche, perhaps. Um, so, yeah, and I thought I should actually mention the podcast I was referring to, because if people have missed it, they're like, which one, which one were you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so my most listened to podcast this year was with police commander Danny Sullivan. And it's probably around June, July, August. Okay. And Ooh, I'm gonna have to listen now. I went for a walk. So it was actually about a month before we published it. Because I said to Lyndon, I don't know if I'll publish this. And Danny's like, please don't, if you're not comfortable, like you're in the driver's seat, you share as much of your story as you want. And I'm like, well you know I've kind of shared this before in small groups, but podcast is like it's going out there to like goodness knows who. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I walked with him like a week after we'd launched it. We did a speaking engagement together the day before I launched it. So we had a conversation again. And then we walked about a week later and I said to him, I feel like a different person.
1: You yeah. know,
0: it's like even in that conversation, in the, the recorded conversation, the podcast, you know, I was dismissive. I was just kind of laughing things off. And Danny just responded with empathy. We called the episode responding with empathy and something i'm not sure of the whole title but responding with empathy because he did and not just empathy but insight and but that conversation was one of many conversations that really moved me forward and and i know that as i become clearer in my own story i can support others more with theirs and what i mm-hmm. heard in what you were sharing was that you had empathy for yourself and then you could have empathy for others you know you weren't yeah um you know putting pressure or expectation on others because you let go of it for yourself too mm. and I think the um the mental fitness coaching that I started in 2020 which I did I thought that was fantastic I had been in quite a slump which I didn't realize didn't give myself time to notice because I'm like get the book finished okay. <laughs> you know you can get so focused on a task and I felt like the, the latest book how to talk to strangers to decrease anxiety build confidence and make a Bigger difference in the world was like the thing I was called to do in 2020 so um I almost missed the opportunity to do the mental fitness coaching I did the program then I did the coach training and certification with that program and while I felt like you know I've kind of been into the neuroscience of coaching and leadership and insight, decision-making, all of those things for years, like 18 years of coaching this November. So that was another wow. thing I was celebrating. That's a lot of people you've helped. Um, yeah, and a lot of growing in myself. Yeah. Which, is, which has been amazing. And sometimes you don't realise until later. And I think this year is when I've really noticed that one of the core parts of the Mental Fitness Program is empathy for yourself and others. And we can think that we're empathetic towards others, but if we're not really empathetic towards ourselves, if we're driving ourselves, pushing ourselves, having high expectations, being, you know, disgusted or annoyed with ourselves for things, um, you know, that's really a lack of empathy. And yeah. so, yeah. So, for the last couple of years, I've taken other people through this app program and, you know, they've shared their transformation. And for some people, it's been career saving, marriage saving, and, yeah, strengthened mental fitness and resilience and so I've celebrated that but I've realized this year like oh so much growth in myself because of that
1: yeah program you
0: know it's like every conversation that we're having that's moving us forward is possible because of previous conversations so I love that you're celebrating mm-hmm. you know courageous conversations honest vulnerable conversations too
1: yeah and the nice part is i don't know i think a very a lot of times people who go into work which is about helping other people yeah um you with your coaching and you know leadership and that you know making decisions me with helping people like the the things that they're super really like i've worked with really really clever people you know and the stuff that they do is helping them to create a business that actually gives them freedom, and they yeah. go in groups online because creating a business that gives them strong relationships, the ability to have strong relationships, and but very often people like you and I, and I guess a lot of people listening here that go into the kind of careers where you you have you're very good at reading people, you're very good at being able to. Guide people and help them through things. Your other side of it is very often all about giving, and it's okay. I've got everything under control. Whatever. A lot of women are like that. Yeah. Um. Is you, if you, when you can, then go like you've just said. You know what? There's an extra layer here. You know, you're trying to protect everybody else. Yeah. You know, it's okay for you to be vulnerable. Yeah. It is okay because you know what? If you're not being empathetic to yourself, you're you're a judgmental person. Yeah. And you thought <laughs> you thought that you were highly empathetic. But once you can let that go, I have noticed, like you said, that you can feel it every single time you have become more mentally fit. Yeah. I am really aware, just this, especially this last month. Like where i've I've been doing this deliberately all this year. Um, and I like I, I said at the beginning like my relationships with the people who I love, that I've been sharing things without shame that's made it really stronger for them. And I've also noticed that I've got clearer on when it comes to my business, which very often that's the goal we set, is I've become really, really clear on you know what I'm I'm, I'm I'm working with people where I've been having with them much more vulnerable and open conversations mm. about what I see that they can do. And I don't know, I've, I feel as if it's making me better at what I do.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Because there is that openness. And yep. they can sense that they don't have to feel any shame about anything. Yes. Because you're not going to get judged from me now. Yeah. Even though I never thought I did, you know. Yeah. You know, Janet, something else has just come up for me and we've talked about, uh, well, we, you know, had the
0: five-minute conversation this afternoon. That I said, we should have just recorded this. <laughs> yeah, 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 Let's just go um, on for six minutes. Six minutes is all we'll need. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, half an, hour, half an hour is all we need. Um, but no, we've gone a little bit longer. Um, and I was thinking, yeah, people only want a short podcast during the holidays, but this I'm sure will be absolutely worth it. Um, and I know, thanks to Spotify's um, stats that they sent me, a huge percentage of my listeners are devotees, <laughs> meaning they listen to, like, every podcast and oh. some of them, some of them repeatedly. of are you, listeners? I'm like, thank you so much. I don't know who all you are. I'm guessing about a few of them. But um, that's, just, that's just amazing. But we talked about how this conversation could be useful for people who are going into, um, you know, Christmas events or gatherings uh, mm-hmm. with people over the holidays and you know the value of asking you know what are you proud of and what are you looking forward to I think they mm-hmm. are both really powerful questions and we didn't discuss that in this recorded conversation but that was just in that quick six minute one um, and I was thinking about how that is so powerful because they're easy questions for people to answer like there's no wrong answer I mean they might yes. start with like oh don't think I'm proud of anything this year um, but you know as they hear other people's stories they'll start thinking oh did this thing for the first time whatever yeah but i was thinking about gratitude and i think a lot of people will say you know what are you grateful for and just reflect on you what are you grateful for that can be valuable however what i noticed this year one of my big insights was gratitude can be a trap because gratitude if i'm just choosing gratitude and i'm like i'm so grateful for you know a decade of coaching or um you know 16 years of coaching 18 years of coaching Grateful for all the coaches in my world, I'm grateful for all the people. It sort of blinded me to there's still more work to do. Does that make sense? Right. And we can think that we're still on a journey, but we can still get comfortable. And so I'm not suggesting that we don't be grateful, but there's more questions to ask. You know? So um, yeah, and I think, how have I been courageous? Like this year, that would be a good reflecting question. So Let's just wrap up with like just throwing out some great questions to um to ask ourselves as we wrap up
1: the year. Yeah, well, going back to when I mentioned about you know sitting in the underneath with this beautiful journal, and the question was like, what's working really well in my life, and then why? That brings up so many things. It cuts right through the clutter. Yeah. But then the next question that you can do, and it may not necessarily be a question that you may ask other people, but it's a good one to ask yourself. Well, you could ask other people because hey, courageous conversations. Yeah. Is okay, well, what's not particularly going well? Or what would you like to go better? What do you yeah. want to carry into the next year? Yes. And let's have a look at when you went, you might have had a few things that when you were going, what's going really good in my life? I had all these different ones. Yeah. And I had all these whys. And then I realized that there were themes to the reasons why particular things were going well. Like there was vulnerabilities. Yeah. There was setting boundaries to protect the things that feed my soul. So that I always do this and that there is non-negotiable. So setting boundaries around things that I or I wanted to achieve. Yeah. Um, and then there was also the um surrounding myself with really clever and inspiring people um which i'm really fortunate that's clients yeah <laughs> and so i could choose to have more of them and so i thought i so then you ask yourself so for me there were three themes. so then you can go all right well there's those three themes that you're kind of seeing that's my secret source for success because that's working for these areas of my life can i apply that To the things that aren't going as well that I would like to go better, yes, because it's instead of you trying to find the answer somewhere else in the next course or the next book or from somebody else that must know a better way, they've got the secret. Is you very often you've got the secret for what is successful for you, what works for you, yes, and so that can be a really great question to ask yourself, like what were the themes. To why those things are working well. Yeah. Yeah. And how can I take that core and even to one area, choose that? So, for you, with those courageous conversations, which was for me, I was thinking it was about vulnerability and no shame, no shame is ever allowed in my mind about anything. And, but that is, you know, very, very similar concept. Well, how can I bring that over perhaps into something else that I really want to go? very very well yeah um it may take some creative thought, but it's going to get you thinking differently and also just own then that well actually this is the way that i make make things good in my life because i already know yes (laughs) i know what works for me yeah and i think something that that comes up for me
0: as you're sharing this is something i wrote just a few weeks ago that i've been going through my notes i've written so many that I wanted to share on LinkedIn and I just haven't. I've just kind of shared mm-hmm. my podcast. And, uh, but just got a little journal notes, you know, like you, you do need to think things through for yourself, but not necessarily by yourself. Oh, I think, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, because there's a lot of just a, a current frustration is seeing so many um, people calling themselves coaches online that are, you know, pushing a certain way of doing something Mm. Not calling it training or mentoring or um, you know consulting, but coaching and uh, and there's a lot of confusion about what coaching is, yeah, but you know pure coaching is helping you do your best thinking. Mm. You know, so asking you questions about you know what are you noticing about this thing that you've accomplished, and where would you like to take that maybe you say, you know, it's well, I've been courageous. Okay, great. Like so what if you took that courage into these other areas of your life? you know, so You're doing the thinking, you know, that's Mm. what's valuable, but you don't have to do it by yourself because I think when people get into a feeling of like I have to figure this out by myself, it can be so lonely and isolating. And this is where people are getting, you know, depressed and struggling because you feel like you've got to sort it out. You feel like you've got to show up looking like you've got it all together for your, Mm. you know, clients or for for your boss or somebody at work but you don't need to do this by yourself so we will add some of our you know blogs from previous end of year (laughs) questions that we ask ourselves I know you've got some and and I've got a number of them too Um, so that you can if you're by yourself wanting to think things through you can have these you know questions from Janet and I Mm. Um, but also if you can share the experience with somebody else then um, yeah I found sometimes New Year's Eve people just they just want to I just have a party and switch off from everything. And I'm like, is anyone up for a conversation like about <laughs> you know, just pulling the gold out of the year? <laughs> could we just have like a little reflection? And um, you know, some friends came to visit this year and they've been overseas for a lot of time and then in Melbourne and now they're going overseas again. And um, they still remember that New Year's Eve where I said, could we just have this conversation? Um, you know, one of the couple was into it more. So he and I were like talk, talk, talk. And Lyndon and her were just kind of like adding a little bit here and there, but they didn't want to do too much thinking. Right. <laughs> and sometimes people don't want to um, at a party or New Year's Eve or whatever. Um, but yeah, find those reflective people, have the conversations. Mm. And um, and I I probably will be, you know, what I was thinking, Janet, I I'm in a very privileged position of having having had so many years of coaching, people turn up like this year, I've hardly put anything online except the podcast, but people will turn up and say, are you still available for coaching? You know, I have worked with some people one-on-one and with some amazing teams. Uh, so I forget to share about coaching on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and I've got some people doing the mental fitness coaching app, you know, starting in January, and I forget to talk about it online, but I do want to share that if anyone wants to know more about that and how to develop yes. more empathy for yourself and others, and, um, you know, strengthen your mental fitness because it is kind of tougher environment than it used to be. You know, like we, we needed like moderate fitness to hike up to the headland and around there.
1: Mm.
0: But if we were doing a marathon or if I was joining you in that raw challenge, I would need my physical fitness to be, you know, up at yeah. a notch or three, um, you know, and we do need to develop and, you know, consistently work at our mental fitness like we like we maybe haven't before. Um, and yeah. you know
1: what? If you're going to be working with somebody coaching you that's going to be helping you to um, be mentally strong, yeah. and you you really want somebody that, like you've you've described this year, that you know things weren't quite right. So you needed yeah to have those sorts of conversations. You want somebody that go that has actually that knows what it feels like. Then you don't yeah. have to be a coach you don't have to what you know experience the same thing as people but the extra level that you can bring like you can bring to go well yeah I know I get it I totally yeah. get it and here here's some steps that I know that work yeah you know, not only do I have the tools but I've got this extra level of wisdom that comes from having lived it and yes. that's um you know I'm I always look for somebody that just not not has necessarily all of the qualifications that, that's irrelevant Um uh, well you know you would like them to be educated they Training, know yeah. what they're doing but um <laughs> it's more about like who is going to actually be able to have that wisdom that comes from experience of getting themselves out of like done the work themselves yeah yeah you yeah. know they're people that are going to be able to guide you
0: yeah so yeah. and often yes. it's the wisdom in the questions.
1: Mm.
0: I think because if people just have lived experience, they can say, you know, Janet, you're going to get through this and this is what I did to get through this. And it's yeah, like,
1: no. yeah, but
0: that's okay, that's fine. That's what I did. Yeah, that's exactly. Mm. Um, but to ask the questions, like to help you hear yourself think, you know, to notice what you're thinking, to notice how you're responding to things and and to consider what's possible and uh, mm. and start to imagine you as you know the stronger person that you see yourself that you want to see yourself as um yeah. and I'm sure you did that when you're uh, one thing that we haven't actually discussed but when you've been doing some of the gymnastic kind of stuff you know like you would be picturing what that looks like and maybe if you see a video of yourself doing the gymnastic practice you might go that's not what I'm picturing in my head it's not as yeah. graceful oh, this is like, I, but I, you aerial know aerial
1: silks and aerial yeah but vera. you know what it yeah. will look like when you are really good at it very ungraceful yeah my daughter's taken a lot of videos <laughs> very ungraceful okay. and in some of them I'm crying because I get really scared of heights um, wow. and you're hanging upside down
0: more courage <laughs> really? I love it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I'm sure you have an image of what it is that you're working towards like that mm. what it will look like you know when you can do that really gracefully yeah and comfortably
1: yeah and uh well you and a great way of getting that vision is yeah i do i actually do get the vision because i just instagram you know people who do great lira and aerial silks and yeah other people are watching cat videos and dog videos or whatever I'm watching people do amazing stuff and looking at them going oh I know that move I know I know that one <laughs> that's oh that is awesome I'm going to be like that I'm going to be like that yeah so that's, that's the other thing is you know feed you know, instead of using social media to just consume drama you know can use it to consume you beautiful image and proof that what you want to become yeah is possible because there are people demonstrating that this is what it looks like
0: yeah and you're
1: doing yes. the practice you're building the fitness yeah
0: because <laughs> yeah. it takes fitness <laughs> yeah my gosh um janet I love this conversation thank you so <laughs> much and uh, I think this will be a really valuable reflection uh, for our listeners and yeah, I hope um, so. so thank you for this impromptu I I just wouldn't think even, like, a year or two ago, I would not have thought, I'll just ring Janet on, you know, mid-December and just go, hey, can I, like, book you in for a podcast recording, like, before the end of the year?
1: <laughs> and then <laughs> I go, what are you doing tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's <it>. gone out.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful.
1: Thank you, Janet. Have a wonderful Christmas
0: and New Year and um, whatever festivals you're celebrating with your family and friends, yeah. um, enjoy the beach and mm. uh, and all the nature that you Um, position yourself in and and of course the aerial silks and whatever you're doing yeah yeah Yeah. hope you have a ball and uh, yeah I just really appreciate your generosity of spirit and your courageous conversation with me today
1: Mm, thank you and uh, you know for everybody that's listening I I would really love to hear if there's anything that you've taken from this conversation or a question or if you have a question to add just find me on any social media like just google anything janet oh, we'll be putting of really those things yeah. <laughs> yeah i didn't say it it, but we'll be we'll yeah. be
0: tagging you everywhere janet because yeah, i'm well, so happy to introduce Send people. me a
1: message yeah. like that i would love to be able to cheer you on you know like yeah. i would just love to go yeah here's something where you've actually you know taken some action and you've done something and just cheer you on so yes yeah,
0: yeah. and for all of those who know me and know that i love cheering people on uh if they didn't already get it they're just like Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can totally see why Kerry's got Janet on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We are passionate about cheering people on. And, um, yeah, do talk to me. Reach out if you want to build your mental fitness this year Mm. and be kinder to yourself. And, um, yeah, it's just really all about self-awareness and self-regulation, and that is transformative. Yeah, thank you so much. And my dear friends, have an amazing holiday, whatever that looks like for you. I know some will actually be frontline workers just working so hard through the whole period. Mm. But uh, wherever you are in the world, whatever festivals you're celebrating, uh, yeah, we're we're cheering you on from here. And, um, yeah, and trusting that there will be so much gold, not only unpacked from 2022, but even more in 2023. That's the yeah. best time I've said that out loud, I think. 2023 <laughs> is around the corner. Let's make it amazing and purposeful. Okay. Bye. Thanks, Janet. Bye.